0: It's the Heartland at Noon on 800-CHAB. Here's Rob Carney.
1: Thank you, sir. Welcome to the Thursday, July 29th edition of the Heartland at Noon. Brought to you by Purpose Financial and Heritage Insurance. Working together to serve you better. Today on this show, she is sharing her dad's story in hopes of alerting you to beware. Rondi Morkey of Moose John telling us an alarming story today. Call it theft, call it a scam, it was both. A young, distraught woman went to her dad's door pleading for some money and gasoline. When her dad took her to the garage to get her some gas, Rondi believes a partner in crime then entered her dad's home and stole cash, ID, a cell phone, and more. Stay tuned, she'll explain. We told you about a vehicle fire at the Prairie South School Division compound a couple of days ago, and the fact police believed it was suspicious, while Moose Jaw Crime Stoppers is now sharing photos of the arsonist. We've got that story coming up. A new report just out this summer has found one in four Canadian women may not be returning to sports following the pandemic. Longtime local high school teacher and coach Renee Verge finds this alarming. We'll get her spin on this national report. And 15 weeks of winning continues on CHAB. We've got highlights from this morning's qualifier coming up on the Heartland
0: at Noon. You're listening to 800 CHAB Moose Jaw, a Golden West radio station. Discover Moose Jaw News for 18-wheeler truck wash. Now open seven days a week. They wash or you wash. Semis, farm equipment, RVs, or trailers with the best prices in Moose Jaw.
2: Good afternoon, I'm Haley Shirky. A fire was started in the morning of July 27th at the Prairie South School Division compound, causing approximately $15,000 of damage to a lawnmower, a tractor, and a truck. Video surveillance shows the person starting the fire, and Crime Stoppers is asking the public for help with this investigation. If you have any information, contact Crime Stoppers by calling 1-800-222-8477 or use the P3 Tips app. Visit discovermoostraw.com for photo evidence of the suspect. Moosejaw's Harmony Arts program, which looks to introduce and educate youth about the performing arts, have had a busy summer. They've been holding a summer day camp for kids aged 6 to 12 and will be holding two more in August for kids of the same age and older and are currently taking registration for an upcoming production of The Little Mermaid Jr. Jan Nelson, owner and artistic director of Harmony Arts.
3: It's a great opportunity to kind of dabble and try out and see if uh, performing arts is your type of thing. It's relaxed if you haven't danced before, if the groups are small, so it feels comfortable, it feels safe. This is a great opportunity for kids who who have never done this experience to try it out for the first time.
2: Classes for the production start in October with casting in November and a performance in March. Live performances were few and far between over the past year, but luckily that's all about to change. The Unculas is a local band that plays the greatest hits of all time. The band is itching to get back out on stage since the restrictions have lifted. Aaron Rustin, a member of the band, tells us where we can catch the Unculas next.
4: We do have one confirmed in a public. A lot of our shows are private shows, um, but our first big public one Uh, is actually at Revival Nightclub in uh, Regina on August 28th. We'll be rocking the stage there on on Dudney in in Regina.
2: Rustin says people are ready to go out and have a good time, and the band is ready to rock. There are two walk-in clinics taking place today here in Moose Jaw, both offering the Pfizer vaccine. A clinic will be running at the exhibition grounds from 8.30 a.m. to 4 p.m., and there will be a clinic at the John Howard Society at 15 Hoshalega Street West from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. These clinics are on a first-come, first-served basis and could close early if supplies run out. Everyone ages 12 and up are welcome to receive their first or second dose of the vaccine. Saskatchewan has recorded its lowest COVID-19 hospitalization numbers since November 9, 2020. There are 43 people in hospital, with 34 receiving inpatient care, and 9 are in the ICU. 50 new cases of COVID-19 were reported yesterday, along with 51 new recoveries. The new cases include 1 in the South Central Zone, 13 in Saskatoon, and 7 in Regina. 376 cases are considered active. Moose Jaw City Council is pushing to have repairs done to 9th Avenue Southwest from Warner Street and Valley View Drive to the city limits. On Monday, Council voted in favor to submitting an expression of interest to have the Ministry of Highways fund the project through the Urban Highway Connector Program. City Manager Jim Pufault explained why administration brought forward this roadway.
5: So there's a lot of issues with this one, but I think if anybody's been on that road, you know it's a roller coaster and... uh... Certainly work needs to be done, so we're hoping we get it to the top of the
0: list, but again, this is up to the province. This is the first step to get City Council to apply.
2: Through the Urban Highway Connector Program, the City has already rehabilitated the North Service Road, and work will begin on Main Street North in 2022. And now, the Golden West Radio Money Scope for Aaron Rustin of Purposed Financial, bringing understanding and financial success to clients for over 35 years. The TSX is up 115 points. The Dow Jones is up 211 points. The NASDAQ is up 55 points. And the Canadian dollar is up at 80.34 cents US. And do you have a story to share? Click Submit News on discovermoosejaw.com.
6: The Liberal government is laying out a blueprint for cracking down on harmful online materials posted to social media platforms. Under the proposed rules, a digital safety commissioner would help enforce a new regime requiring those companies to weed out child pornography, terrorist content, hate speech and other harmful posts. The penalty for violations would range up to 5% of a platform's gross global revenue or $25 million, whichever is higher. Deputy Prime Minister Christia Freeland says Canadians need to respect decisions from other countries when it comes to opening their borders to foreign travellers. Freeland was asked today whether the United Kingdom was snubbing Canada this week by leaving it off a list of countries from which it will soon allow leisure travellers into England and Scotland. The English and Scottish governments did not provide a reason why Canada was not included in the new quarantine exemptions. Canada's blood supply once again under strain as people resume activities and hospitals try to catch up on backlog surgeries. Demand is increasing as several provinces lift restrictions related to the COVID-19 pandemic. Tracy Smith from Canadian Blood Services says the agency has extended hours at some donation centers and mobile clinics in anticipation of an increased need. A tsunami warning was issued this morning for parts of Alaska after a large earthquake struck the Pinnantilla Wednesday night. The U.S. Geological Survey says the quake was magnitude 8.2 and east of Perryville, Alaska. A tsunami warning had been issued for Hawaii, but that was canceled. Now, discover
1: Moose Jaw Sports. Local baseball action last night at Roswell's Park. The 18U Triple A Canucks split a doubleheader against the Regina White Sox. The Canucks won Game One seven three, and dropped the nightcap seven one. Meanwhile, the 15U Triple A Canucks picked up a thrilling nine eight road win in Assiniboia. They were down 8-7 and scored two in the top of the seventh and held a Cineboy off the score sheet in the bottom half of the inning to finish the game. Rambler Parkman's Fastball League, the Moose Jaw Giants, with an 11-6 win over the Little Black Bear Blues in Regina last night. The Giants continue to chase the Golden Hawks for first place in the league standings. Moose Jaw's Lori Boyle, golfing out of the Hillcrest Club, has some ground to make up today. The final day of the Provincial Senior Women's Golf Championship in Warman. Regina's Kim Walker carded a 76 yesterday and had a two-stroke lead going into the third and final round today. Walker seeking her second senior's title. Boyle, a seven-time champ. They're playing together and teed off at 11.20 this morning. In senior men's competition, defending champ Rick Hallberg of Weyburn shot a 7-under 65 yesterday and took a six-shot lead into play today. Moose Jaw's Todd Searcy, the top local golfer, after two days at 15 over par. Blue Jays split a doubleheader in Boston yesterday. They beat the Red Sox 4-1 in the first game and then dropped a 4-1 game in the nightcap. They play again tonight, and then the Jays head home to Toronto to host the Kansas City Royals this weekend. And in case you missed it this morning, former Moose Jaw Warrior star Brayden Point secured his future yesterday with the Tampa Bay Lightning. Point agreed to an eight-year contract extension worth $76 million.
0: Now, your Discover Moose Jaw weather.
1: A mix of sun and cloud today, still a 60% chance of an afternoon shower or thundershower. Smoky haze again, the high 29. Partly cloudy tonight, again a 60% chance of a shower or thundershower, the low 16. Tomorrow, sunny and hazy, the high 31. And the August long will start on Saturday with sunshine and a high of 29. Sunday, sunny 31. Holiday Monday, sunshine high 32. Yesterday's high in Moose Jaw, 29 degrees. Normal high at this time of year, 27. Normal low, 13. The record high, 37 degrees, set in 2007. And the record low, 4 degrees, set in 2019. Sun came up at 526, and the sun goes down a little bit earlier these days, 851 tonight. This hour, Moose Jaw, sunny and 29. Regina at 27. Assiniboia Gravelberg, 26. Rockland Corn 24, Swift Current 28, Elbow 28, Davidson Watrous 28. Once again, Assiniboia 26, Regina 27, and with the wind southwest at 33 and the relative humidity at 28%, it's 29 degrees in Moose Jaw.
0: From World Weather Incorporated, here's 800 CHAB Agriculture Weather Specialist, Drew Lerner. For Young's Equipment, your Case IH dealer in southern Saskatchewan.
7: If you've ever wondered what it would be like to be stuck in time, I think our weather this summer would likely give you a pretty good idea what that would be like. i meteorologist Drew Lerner for the Golden West Radio Network. The weather across the prairies has been unchanging here of late and it's not going to change over the next 10 days. We are stuck and not likely to see any huge changes take place. I do expect to see a little bit of an increase in scattered shower activity, though Briefly, starting late this evening and going into the day tomorrow, but the precipitation is just not likely to have a great deal of volume to it. So we'll have a little cloud cover and maybe that'll help to bring the temperatures down a little bit, but the moisture totals will be running from a trace upwards to four or five millimeters. Uh, One or two RM districts out there may end up with something a little bit greater, but it certainly isn't going to be widespread. And the overall coverage of any kind of measurable precipitation will be around 25 or 30 percent of the province. It looks like most of that precipitation will occur along and north of a line from Leader through Davidson over towards the Kamsak area. So mostly in the northern part of the province. Any precipitation occurs in the south, not likely to be meaningful. And as we go further out in time, we're going to see the same trend prevail. In fact, less precipitation is expected. As we go forward through the weekend, we'll have a little cool high-pressure system that will settle into the eastern part of the province. And that will help to maintain a dry bias and bring some cooler temperatures temperatures into some of that region. But as far as a lasting cool off or persistence in that pattern, it's not likely we're going to heat back up as we move forward in time. The odds are high that we'll see those temperatures working their way back up uh, well above average as we get to the end of the weekend and into the early part of next week. Some of those temperatures will be back into the middle and perhaps even a few upper 30s. But until then, the cooler air over the weekend is likely to push those temperatures back down into the 20s and we'll look for a few spots in the far northeast corner of the region to be stuck in some upper teens if we can manage to get some cloud cover to occur up that way. For the most part though very pleasant period of time and we're going to look for the temperatures at night to run mostly in the teens. However that cool high pressure system this weekend may drop a few upper single digit readings across the northeast. For the Golden West Radio Network I'm meteorologist Drew Lerner.
4: Hi everyone, Sean here with Young's Equipment, your MacDon header headquarters in southern Saskatchewan. New or used, red, green or yellow, whatever drives your farm, Young's Equipment has the MacDon header to lead the way. With MacDon's industry-leading Flex Draper technology, an FD Series header ensures your smoothest and most productive harvest yet. No matter your color, Young's has your header. Young's Equipment, leading the way in a thriving agricultural
6: community. I'm Darby Warner, Executive Director of Insurance at Saskatchewan Crop Insurance Corporation. At SCIC, we recognize the challenges producers are facing. Crops may be stressed and rapidly maturing, pastures and haylands drying up and water sources quickly diminishing. I encourage producers to contact their local SCIC office to discuss their crop insurance and agri-stability coverage details. Our staff will work hard to ensure timely response to all claims and inquiries. If you have any questions, please call one 935 0 or visit scic.ca.
4: This is Aaron Rustin of Purpose Financial, where we've been bringing clarity, understanding, and success to our clients' personal financial plans for over 35 years. And you're listening to The Heartland at Noon on 800-CHAB.
1: Hey, this just in, the city of Moose Jaw, pleased to announce the Phyllis Doerr Outdoor Pool reopens tomorrow. Temporary repairs to the water main break have been completed, and that will allow the facility to reopen while waiting for supplies to arrive to complete a permanent fix. Due to the water system interruption, there is a boil water advisory for the natatorium building, so you got to avoid drinking water from the fountains, the taps, or the showers. It says here, there's no boil water advisory for the outdoor pool water. I'd recommend you don't drink that stuff, though. The City of Moose Jaw says they'd like to thank the public for their patience as the repairs were completed. For schedules or to book swim times, use the online recreation registration link on the city's website, moosejaw.ca, or use the recreation registration button on the free City of Moose Jaw app the road report on the heartland at noon for tip-top roofing serving moose jaw for over 30 years call tip-top roofing today for your free estimate and 10% off 631 some paving today taking place on the uh, 900 block of vaughn street so that'd be uh west of 9th avenue southwest cast iron water main replacement underway on 7th avenue northwest i saw this morning the uh, 7th and Hall intersection was closed to traffic, but uh, 7th and Oxford is open to traffic. Water main replacement continues on Caribou West, of course, and over on Fairford East. So lots to watch out for. And remember, the kids are out and about. School and playground zones. Speed limit in effect, 40 kilometers per hour or less. Now, today's Paul Martin commentary.
8: Think back. Two years ago, were you using Zoom or Teams to conduct meetings or sales calls on a daily basis? Well, Canada has always been a poor performer on things such as new technology development, productivity, and innovation. We consistently lag behind countries in Europe and the U.S. on this front and tend to invest less in R&D than other nations. Well, a new thought piece penned by The economists at TD Canada Trust puts those two things together – the fact that we trail on productivity and innovation, and the pandemic. They noted that we were able to quickly adopt new technology when the pandemic hit. Platforms such as Teams or Zoom have become routine for even the most mature among us, They say that's proof enough that we are capable of embracing technology and innovation, we just need to get on with it. That may require more government investment in basic research, while fostering policies that encourage industry to direct more investment towards R&D, and we may need to improve competition, particularly interprovincial trade, to encourage higher performance levels. I'm Paul Martin.
1: Moose Jaw, notoriously entertaining. The best way to start your weekend is at Moose Jaw's Homegrown Market. Every Saturday on Langdon Crescent from 8 to 1. Rain or shine, bring your family to Moose Jaw's Homegrown Market. Every Wednesday is men's night at the Hillcrest Golf Club in Moose Jaw. Members and non-members are welcome to join in on the fun, which includes a $3,000 hole-in-one challenge, dew spots, a skins game, prizes for low net and low gross, closest to the pin prizes, and great specials in the clubhouse.
5: Attention, malt barley growers. Prairie Malt and Bigger is offering competitive bids on 2021 Copeland Metcalf Synergy Connect Fraser and Beau varieties. Bids are at a five year high for harvest bids, starting at $6 per bushel in select delivery periods. That's $6 per bushel. Harvest pricing for malt barley into bigger Saskatchewan. Contact Prairie Malt today for details and pricing. 1306 948 3500. That's 1306 948 3500. Call today. This is Greg
9: Marston from Heritage Insurance, and you're listening to The Heartland at Noon on 800-CHAB.
1: 15 weeks of winning is 15 weeks, 15 prizes, and a ton of fun along the way. All summer long, you listen to CHAB's morning show between 6 and 9 every weekday morning for your chance to qualify and win a Tim Hortons cold brew and then qualify for the grand prize. And we have grand prizes every Friday. This week, once again, for a second time during 15 weeks of winning, it's a beef package worth hundreds of dollars from Cattle Country Beef. CattleCountry.ca is where you can go to see all of the delicious beef they offer. That's Cattle and Country with a K. CattleCountry.ca. The package that will be won tomorrow by somewhat loyal listeners from Country 100, Mix 103, and CHAB are all qualified. Lean ground beef, roasts, steaks for the barbecue, ribs, brisket, and more. Here's how we qualified this morning. Boose Jaw RV and Marine Contest Line, six nine three eight thousand. According to researchers... This should be done at sixty-seven degrees Fahrenheit or nineteen degrees Celsius. What is it? Good morning. Hi. What do you think? Uh, thawing meat. Thawing meat? No. Okay. Thanks, no. For Okay. Me. Thanks for trying. C H A B. Good morning. Uh,
3: how about a shower or a bath?
1: No, that's a good guess, though, Fred. C H A B. Good morning. This should be done at sixty-seven degrees Fahrenheit or nineteen degrees Celsius. What is it? Destroy wasps' nests? No, nothing to do with wasps' nests. CHAB, good morning. morning, morning. Good morning.
9: Good
1: morning Rob. Hey, turn down your radio there. Hey, uh, I'm going to go clean a barbecue. No. <laughs> good try, though. CHAB, good morning. Well, they were going to guess barbecue. CHAB, good morning. Hello, is it water your garden and garage? No. 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 Okay. Good try, though. According to researchers, this should be done at 67 degrees Fahrenheit or 19 degrees Celsius. What is it?
8: Would that be the core temperature of meat?
1: No. No. Okay. No, got okay. nothing to do with meat. CHAB, good morning. Hello. Hi. Uh, this should be done at 67 degrees Fahrenheit or 19 degrees Celsius. what is it? Exercise? No. CHAB, good morning. Turn your air
10: conditioner
1: on. Um, well, we were getting close here. Good try. CHAB, good morning.
3: The room temperature of your home?
1: Well, yeah, that's that's what you want. According to researchers, this should be done at 67 degrees Fahrenheit or 19 degrees Celsius. What is it? CHAB, good morning.
3: Hi, you should sleep at that temperature.
1: That's exactly right. No. <laughs> That's exactly right. Sleep researchers say that's the perfect temperature to get a good sleep, 19 degrees Celsius. Who's this? Hi, Lori. Hey, Lori, you're a winner. You've got yourself a Tim Hortons cold brew, and you're now eligible to win that beef package from Cattle Country Beef tomorrow morning, my friend.
3: (laughs) Moo! (laughs)
1: Yeah, you see what she did there? Lori Wallace, a moose jar qualifier this morning. I think she's qualified for a grand prize before, uh, but I don't think she's won one yet, so she's in the running. Tomorrow morning we'll be announcing the winner of that great package from Cattle Country Beef. 15 Weeks of Winning, it's a lot of fun. Oh, and we'd like to welcome a new sponsor to 15 Weeks of Winning, Tristan's Treats. Check out Tristan's Treats on Facebook, and I'm sure you'll want to drop in. They've got a, a variety of, um, of soda pops and cereals and treats for kids of all ages. Uh, stuff you don't normally find in the grocery store, like, you know, Pebble cereal and stuff like that. Check them out, Tristan's Treats on Facebook, a brand-new sponsor on 15 Weeks of winning. And we'd like to thank all our sponsors, including Tim Hortons, Night Forward Lincoln, Fable Transport, Bugsy's Irish Pub, Deer Valley Golf, Devo's Car Wash, Cattle Country Beef, and, of course, 800 CHAB. Okay, COVID-19, we have two vaccine clinics on the go in Moose Jaw today. One's on the exhibition grounds today and tomorrow, as a matter of fact, uh, till 4 o'clock today and then 8.30 till 4 tomorrow. Pfizer vaccine. for grabs there. And uh, today only a walk-in at the John Howard Society, that's at 15 Hochulaga Street West, that's uh, just off of Main Street. Assiniboia, you've got a um, clinic tomorrow, 8 till 4, Prince of Wales Center, Pfizer, available for you. And there are a number of other clinics coming up as well. Uh, You can check it all out on the Government of Saskatchewan's website. What you do is just go to the website, Government of Saskatchewan, and go to their news releases, click on the COVID update, and then you'll find a link to uh, the walk in and drive through clinics and you can get the full schedule right there and it's updated daily. The daily covid stats are 50 new cases to report in Saskatchewan. It's not going away, including one more here in South Central. So we've still got 376 active cases across the province with 43 people in hospitals. Forty-three in hospitals, that's the lowest number of hospitalized COVID-19 patients since November, so we are progressing. Still six active cases in South Central, and two of those people are being treated in hospitals. Uh, Moose Jaw Talk's Facebook page is where I spotted this story uh, earlier this week. A local woman by the name of Rondi Morkey letting locals know about a scam, a theft that happened at her father's home over on South Hill this week. Now, luckily, no one was hurt, uh, but the family's pretty upset. And when you hear the story, you'll understand why. Rondi is sharing the story with us and with you in hopes of making sure you know that this is going on and in hopes that no one else will fall victim. A young woman
3: came knocking at his door um, in great distress, very upset, long sob story, about how horrible her life was and she needed needed some gas money or gas or something and and my dad d- tries not to, you know, I don't know, he's just not, he's not usually one to, to go for a sob story so it must have been a pretty good story. <laughs> um, she asked, uh, he said that he could, you know, give her some gas out of his jerry can for his lawnmower and this point she then asked if she could use the bathroom real quick and he you know kind of hummed and hawed and against his his own judgment let her in for a few minutes and uh, she used the bathroom and he kind of hung around the kitchen and make sure that you know she didn't go into any other room a few minutes later she comes back out they go out to the garage and I uh, guess a little jerry can and he he gives her Some gas in it, and she thanks him profusely and says she'll return the jerry can, and which you know obviously did not get returned. Um, He goes back into the house after her, after her leaving, and uh, as the night night progresses, he notices that there's a back room that's got a light on that he's by himself. So he never he doesn't go into this room anymore, and that's when he kind of. Got wondering what's you know what's up. So he goes and he checks the room and he's, he's noticing some things have been moved around a bit. And then uh, he notices he's got like some coffee cans that have had some change in it and they're missed. Then he notices a couple of odds and ends from his kitchen table are now missing. And now he's on his senses are on alert. And uh, he goes to um, his, his spot in his kitchen there that he normally keeps his wallet and his cell phone. His wallet has been emptied, all of his ID has been taken, and uh, his cell phones are gone. So that's when he figures he's been scammed somehow. Um, he, he was thinking that she had gone through somehow when he was, you know, walking around to his own house, giving her privacy, somehow she may have gotten it. And as my dad's telling me this story, I'm thinking, woman doesn't take that long in the bathroom, and his house is not that small, so he would notice her rummaging if, if, um, you know, if it was just her. So I'm suspecting that it was probably two people. When they finished going to the bathroom, that's when they went to the garage. I'm thinking a second person came in, and the five minutes it took to grab gas, Somebody grabbed the quickest things that they could find and ran out the door before my dad got back into the house.
1: Sure. So two people working so. together, they go to the garage, and somebody else comes in the front and uh, takes your dad's wallet yeah. and a cell phone, hey?
3: Yeah. Only takes a
1: moment. Man. Now, how how did your dad uh, get in touch with you then to, to, if he lost his cell phone? Does he have a landline?
3: He has a landline, yeah. I called just to have a conversation with my dad, and, and he was he was kind of... Quick and quick and I, I, I can't talk right now. I don't have a whole lot of time. And he was off the phone. I thought that was rather strange. Later on, I called again. He said, yeah, I was talking with the police and, and they were getting back to me. And that's when my dad told me the story.
1: Oh, my goodness. Now, what time of day did this happen, Randy?
3: Um This would been, um, it was, my dad has late suppers. So it was around 7, 8 o'clock at night. Okay. So there's still enough light on. Um, outside, so that he didn't notice the light in the back room until it had gotten dark.
1: Right. Okay. And what neighborhood is this in?
3: Uh, this is up on South Hill, um, Home Street.
1: Okay. All right. So he did the right thing, reported it to police, and, and I'm assuming got all his uh, his bank cards and, and cell phone canceled?
3: Yes. Everything was canceled right away, and it was, it was taken care of quickly. So new stuff are on their way to him he's got a new bank card companies are alerted his credit card company is alert that if anything does happen with his i guess now old number that um he will be alerted to it so there is a police file now so
1: yeah okay Good. that's all you can do is report it to police and hope they catch the culprits right
3: exactly yeah
1: yeah well, yeah, well, good- it happens. Oh, yeah, you can't trust anybody anymore. It's, it's so unfortunate. No,
3: it's sad. Yeah. Even being even just being a, a nice old guy and uh, just helping a woman in distress. My dad's a big teddy bear, so, yeah. Yeah. That's a prime target, unfortunately.
1: Well, I'm glad he got everything looked after, and I'm glad he didn't get hurt, and I'm glad yeah. you're sharing this story. I'm so very
3: wild. glad he didn't get hurt, yeah. yeah
1: we can uh, let the community know this is happening and uh, and mm-hmm. uh, hopefully it doesn't happen again to some unsuspecting elderly person, right?
3: I agree. Or just anyone in general. You know, I can't imagine a single mom going through this and having her kid being in the house and some guy comes into the house. That would be traumatizing for a child. Sure. And that's, that's kind of why I want the story out. I yeah. want people aware that you got to be careful about the sob stories, and you got to make sure your
1: home stays your home. Yep, that's for sure, Rondi Morkey. Thanks so much for sharing that story. We really appreciate it. So do know that that's going on. Chances are they'll do it again if it's working for them, right? The the culprits, and uh, hopefully they get caught. Hopefully they get arrested. Um, Lots of crime news today. Um, Moose Jaw Police uh, sending out a news release letting us know there have been a couple of sexual assaults reported recently, and they could be related. That story is on discovermoosejaw.com. And another story on discovermoosejaw.com under the headline, Crime Stoppers Seeking Suspect in Compound Fire. It was the morning of uh, July the 27th, so Tuesday morning, we reported it uh, first thing Tuesday morning. Fire trucks and police were on the scene in the compound at the uh, Prairie South School Division. And uh, police told us it was a fire. It was quickly put out. Nobody was hurt, but it was suspicious. Well, Moose Jaw Crime Stoppers sending it out on social media today and sharing photos of the arsonist with this caption. The morning of July 27th, a person started a fire at a local compound causing approximately $15,000 of damage to a lawnmower, tractor, and truck. Video surveillance showed the person starting the fire. If you recognize this person, please contact Crime Stoppers using the P3 Tips app or by calling 1-800-222-8477. Crime Stoppers will pay cash rewards if your tip leads to the arrest of this male or the recovery of stolen property. We're sharing that story and uh, the photo on com today. We'll uh, take a time out and uh, talk about uh, Canadian women in sport. Um, an alarming, uh, an alarming story coming out uh, just uh, recently. We'll share it with you next. Heartland at noon. C H A B.
4: Parish and Heinbecker Moose Jaw focused on the value delivery options and payment terms that fit your operation.
11: This is Aiden McBride, customer service rep for Moose Jaw's Parish and Heinbecker. Let's discuss the fertilizer market, chemical supply market for the rest of this year, and what next year might look like to make sure your operation is covered. So give me a call to discuss any of your needs or concerns at 306-693-2977.
4: Count on experience. Count on expertise. Count on Parrish and Heinbecker. Moving tradition forward.
5: Moose Talk Co-op is your one-stop summer shop. Whether you're hiding away in your backyard oasis, planning a family picnic in the park, or heading off to the lake, they have everything you need to make a good time an amazing time. Buns, meat, cool, refreshing beverages from their in-house liquor store, and so much more. Oh, wait, did you know that with every purchase, you earn equity and cash-back membership benefits? Be a part of something bigger and become a co-op member today. Come on in and get your summer going with a visit to your Moose Jaw Co-op. Cornerstone Christian School is having a seat sale. New students who apply by August 30th can receive 50% off their 2021-2022 school year tuition. Some conditions do apply. Call 693-2937 or email admission at ccmj.ca.
4: This is Aaron Rustin of Purpose Financial, where we've been bringing clarity, understanding, and success to our clients' personal financial plans for over 35 years. And you're listening to The Heartland at Noon on 800-CHAB.
1: Soon it will be time to get entered again, but right now we're down to the final five in our monthly Perfect Pet Contest, brought to you by Pet Value, your pet, your store. We're teaming up with our friends at Pet Value to show off your pets this summer, and each month we'll draw five pets for a showdown, and the pet with the most votes will win a $50 gift card from our friends at Pet Value, plus the title of Perfect Pet. So we're down to our final five right now, and we're looking for your votes right now. There's uh, Lincoln, the weird cat. I don't know what kind of cat that is, but it scares me. Uh, There's Ferris, the happy dog. There's Charles, a beautiful little kitty. There's Luna, the rabbit. And Ruby the dog. So we're looking for your votes. Uh, Let me just vote for Charles here just for fun. And I can tell you that, uh, oh, Charles is in the lead with 30% of the vote. Luna the rabbit is in second place with 27% of the vote. Ferris the dog has 20%. Ruby with 13% of the vote. And uh, Lincoln uh, with just 10% of the vote. Uh, So get your vote in. Have some fun. Take a look at the photos of these great pets. It's the Pet Value Perfect Pet Contest. You can find it under quick links on discovermoosejohn.com. This story came at a time uh, when Canadian women are winning medals at the Tokyo Olympics. It, quite a coincidence. Team Canada now has 10 medals, and I believe all of them have been won by women so far at the Tokyo Olympics. And we shared this story on discovermoosejohn.com earlier this week under the headline, 25% of Canadian women may not return to sports after pandemic. They're not committed to returning to sports once the pandemic is over. This according to new research from Canadian Women in Sport, E-Alliance and Jumpstart Charities. Renee Verge is a former teacher and coach at Peacock Collegiate. She says there are a number of barriers that could impact someone's decision. Our Daniel McElroy with Renee.
11: Renee, tell us what was your first reaction upon reading this report and and hearing that Perhaps one in four girls are not planning to resume their pre-pandemic level of sport activities now that things have opened back up.
12: Well, first of all, I'm really excited that they're um, getting um, that uh, research out and those numbers out because I think uh, a lot of us that are involved um, athletically know that there's going to be uh, some negative results as, uh, as the pandemic moved on, and certainly with girls. And reading the report, I, I thought a lot of the Uh, comments were uh, things we've been aware of with girls involved in sports. Um, There's some barriers that they've had to overcome. And I think uh, the pandemic and uh, a year plus away uh, from being able to be active has kind of magnitude those barriers.
11: Tell us about some of those barriers that existed even before the pandemic and and how they might have been exacerbated. Uh, I think
12: uh, uh, confidence is a big thing. I think your your female uh, athletes that are very athletic and highly skilled they will are they're chomping at the bit they can hardly wait to get back i think those kids are are going those girls are going to be just fine it's your your marginalized girls that enjoy sport enjoy fitness but maybe their confidence isn't quite there there's maybe some financial barriers there's some mental and social barriers that they need to get through i think it's those uh those are the girls that we really have to try to get uh, back involved in sport as soon as possible
11: and so the report emphasizes just how important uh, school sports are, and how those can often act as kind of a gateway or an entry point for girls to be able to um, then play community sports and, and uh, perhaps even go on to college uh, sports as well. What do you think about that emphasis?
12: Oh, absolutely. I think our schools in Musya have already been before the school uh, ended for the year. There's already been some discussions on what, what can they do to help uh, get not only girls but just kids in general back. And uh, so I think there's some good uh, strategies that they have, they're have. they discussing and uh, they'll follow through with. And, you know, especially with girls, you know, there's still not a lot of girls um, coaching. And, uh, you know, you're right, it starts with uh, school sport, being involved in school sport, getting the knowledge and moving on and um, uh, taking that back into a coaching level. And so I think that it's really important that we get, uh, get the girls going as soon as possible. And I think there's some good strategies in place.
11: You mentioned the, the, the shortage of female coaches out there. If there's a lack of girls potentially going back into sports now, that could possibly have uh, repercussions down the road as they, as they grow up and as they, um, um, they might encourage their own children to, ha- uh, to play sports or they might become coaches or officials themselves. We could potentially see if there's a, a lack right now, farther down the road, there could be even less, right?
12: Oh, absolutely. The impact could, could spiral very, very quickly. So that the, the timing is very important. You have to get kids back in sport. And, and I think it's important that you ask kids what they need to get back in sport. Some girls don't want to be in that competitive level, but they do want to be active. They do want to uh, be socially active with their friends. They want to uh, be fit. And so I think that is a discussion, what, talking to the, the girls, saying, what do you need to get back? I think that's that's an important piece here
11: and i guess i mean kind of the ultimate repercussion of this uh it could potentially challenge their personal development if girls stop playing sports there it uh playing sports has positive impacts on obviously physical health and emotional health and and that social aspect but even their leadership skills and, and potential down the road
12: oh yeah for sure all, all the pandemic did was magnify the barriers that we've known have always been there for females getting involved in sport, and I think there'd been a lot of effort to kind of break down those barriers and get moving forward, and, and now we've got a bit of a hiccup. So uh, a research paper like this coming out immediately saying, hey, we've got to get things rolling, getting our parents on board. You know, kids have had way too much screen time during the pandemic and, and not enough social interaction and activity time, uh, taking care of their mental health, and we know that sport can do that for for all, all people, and, and especially girls in this case.
11: Do you think that Saskatchewan might have a bit of a unique position in this where so much of of community sports is is so is so grassroots and it's such at a family level you think of of curling bond spiels and and uh minor league baseball it's always attended by mums and and that sort of thing. Do you think that Saskatchewan kind of has a unique position of being prepared to encourage girls to to enter sports even more?
12: Well, I think families always have played a big role in in what your kids are exposed to. The the flip side to that, if you talk to some very busy households that are jumping from activity to activity, the pandemic slowed all that down. And there'd be a lot of parents that said, you know what, I really enjoyed the slow down time. I enjoyed not running all over and being able to sit down at the uh, supper table and all eat together. So I think that is an interesting in fact that didn 't really get talked about in that research paper, but I think that the style uh, uh, lifestyle of families slowed down, and it'll be interesting if there's then some parents that will go you know what i 'm not going to get my kids involved in so many different things um, and that that there's positives and negatives to that too
11: of course yeah I mean with with kids it's all up to uh, the participation is just as much from the parents part of it uh, uh, how would you potentially help parents encourage them, at least, to uh, consider have their, their uh, daughters participate in sport?
12: Well, I think, you know, uh, parents are well aware. I mean, the, the amount of uh, inflammation that came out during the pandemic on taking care of your social and mental health as a result of the pandemic. Parents are very, very aware of that, and they know the link is important, that you're physically active, and, and that helps with your mental and social well-being. So I think parents are, are well-educated on that, and then they just have to balance out what's going to work best for their their lifestyle.
1: And our thanks to Renee Verge for joining us and uh, sharing her thoughts on this story. We'll take a time out, and we'll be back to talk a little hockey. Ryder Korzak of the Moose Jaw Warriors looking forward to this coming season in Moose Jaw, but most looking forward to his first NHL training camp with the New York Rangers. He was just drafted by the Rangers last weekend. We'll catch up with Ryder next. Heartland at noon on eight hundred CHAB
5: localjobshop.ca the new job a first job a different job a better job sign up for the free daily digest and get daily local job listings sent directly to your inbox the right job right here right now localjobshop.ca
6: you can play your favorite music on 800
5: CHAB get the latest local news or hear the weather for the week all from your smart device
9: set up your google home or alexa today it's as simple as the click of a button and you're listening to 800 chab find instructions on how to set up your smart device under the quick links at discovermoosejaw.com
6: Classes in session time for another lesson in rock and roll history on 800 chab
0: Age is just a number, and these artists prove that. In early 2020, Bob Dylan, at 79 years old, became the oldest musician to reach number one in the album charts with his 39th album, Rough and Rowdy Ways.
8: Is the gateway key?
0: In 2009, Tom Jones was able to reach the number one spot on the song chart at 68 years old with a cover of Kenny Rogers and Dolly Parton's 1983 hit Islands in the Stream. Louis Armstrong's classic What a Wonderful World topped the charts in 1968 when he was 66 years old. And the oldest person to reach number one? Sir Tom Moore in the UK, who was 99 years old when his song You'll Never Walk Alone topped the UK charts. This has been another rock and roll history lesson brought to you by
12: Silver Star Salvage and Recycling. Recycle your metal and steel at their drop-off bin. Open 24 hours a day. Silverstarrecycling.ca. Andy's Transmission and Automotive. For over 55 years, complete automotive repairs. Cross Canada Flooring. Moose Jaw's
0: largest independent full-service flooring store and insurance specialist. Check out their in-stock specials. And Community Service Radio. 800-CHAB. Discover Moostraw Weather for Prairie Heart Mobility. Make life easier with quality mobility products. Discover your options at prairieheartmobility.com.
5: A mix of and cloud with scattered showers this afternoon with the risk of a thunderstorm, hazing a high of 29 Tonight, partly cloudy with a chance of showers and the risk of a thunderstorm, hazy and a low of 16. Sunny Friday and hazy, a high of 31. Saturday, sunny, a high of 29. Sunday, sunny, a high of 31. And Saskatchewan Day, Monday, will be sunny and a high of 32. The Cosmo Senior Citizen Center is looking for teams of four for their Military whist tournament taking place on August 20th. The entry fee is $15 per person, which includes the lunch and prizes. The games get underway at 10 a.m. Those interested must pre-register by calling the Cosmo Center at 306-692-6072. For all your news and weather anytime. click on com or the Mooshaw Live app. I'm Sean Slatt.
9: This is Greg Marsnick from Heritage Insurance, and you're listening to The Heartland at Noon on 800 CHAB.
1: Hey, great news for locals in case you missed it earlier this hour. The city of Mooshaw uh, just letting us know just before noon, actually. The Phyllis Doer Outdoor Pool will reopen as normal tomorrow. Temporary repairs to the water main break have been completed, which will allow the facility to reopen while the city waits for supplies to arrive to complete a permanent fix. They tell us the water system interruption uh, means there's a boil water advisory for the natatorium building, so uh, don't drink the water from the fountains, taps, or showers uh, so take your own water and you'll be good to go. Phyllis Stewart Outdoor Pool reopens tomorrow. We're looking forward to seeing him in action once again this fall at Mosaic Place in downtown Moose Jaw. Warriors forward rider Korzak is looking forward to it too. But first, his focus will be on impressing the New York Rangers when he goes to his first NHL camp this fall after being drafted by the Rangers last weekend voice of the Warriors, James Gallo with Ryder Korzak sitting down
9: with one of the newest members of the New York Rangers. That being of course, Ryder Korzak, Mushaw warrior draft in the third round, 75th overall this past weekend, Ryder, congratulations. I know it's an exciting day for you and your family. Uh, take us, you know, to that day, what was it like to finally see your name pop up in the draft board?
10: Yeah, thank you. Um, it was cool. I mean, my mom and my dad, they rented out the back 40 here in New Yorkton. So I think there was like about 60 of us there or 55 around there. Um, we're all just sitting at the table waiting. Uh, I was getting a little bit stressed out. So I, I got up and I was a little, I was sweating. So I went outside. I just took a fresh air. Then I saw it was Washington had the pick at 75 and they're taking like, they're taking a while. And I was just like wondering like, what's going on? Like are they taking a timeout? Are they trading it? And then all of a sudden there was just a commercial break <laughs> and then they come back on and you just see our name or I, I see my name. My mom sees my name. You just hear screaming and, yeah, and screaming and hugs. And then, yeah, there, there it goes from there. But
9: Take us through the day. How hard is it to sit there and wait? I mean, it can't be easy. And then, you know, to sit there and wait and then have the emotions that you just described, it just must be a roller coaster.
10: Yeah, yeah. I mean... I, I was expecting to go a little bit higher, but like, obviously that's, that's what they think I should be, but like, I'm going to prove them wrong. But, um, I don't know. It's, it's, it's different. Like, obviously in person, it would be a little bit cooler, um, actually being there and experiencing that, but just waiting, I guess, wait with your family and joining with your buddies. It's pretty cool too. But yeah, the wait's definitely, uh, it's definitely hard, but it's, uh, I'm glad it's over with. Have you already heard
9: from the Rangers?
10: Yeah, yeah, I talked to them a few times. <laughs> like I was saying, I don't know who, uh, I don't know who all called because it just came so quick. I had a quick interview with them and then four people called. I'm not sure who it was. And I would just rattle them off the phone call. And yeah, I, I think we have a camp, uh, September sometime, early September. So yeah.
9: What's it like to finally have that dream come true?
10: Yeah, uh, it's crazy. Well, like when you, everyone says this, when you're a kid, you want to, you want to get drafted or in the NHL, but. To actually be here, it's uh, it's definitely pretty cool. I mean, I guess it's the first step in in the right direction. So yeah, I'm just, I'm excited. I'm, I'm definitely pumped up. Now that the draft is over, uh, as you had mentioned, you're going to get ready for
9: not just you know a Warrior training camp, but obviously a New York Rangers development camp and probably a training camp. You know, what do you want to put the work in now over the course of the next you know month, month and a half to get ready?
10: Yeah, um, just I'm getting in shape. Like, like I was saying uh, to like other scouts too, I just want to work on my defensive zone, my shot. I mean, I I had three goals this year. That's not, that's not enough for me. I got to score a little bit more. So, uh, that's definitely one of the games or one of the areas of my game on approval. I just work on my shot. Either that's pushing dragon or pulling dragon. So yeah, a, a few of those things. And then hopefully, uh, hopefully I go to the camp and I impress them. And then yeah, go from there. Is it gonna be surreal the first time
9: you touch down on the big apple? Here's this uh, here's this young guy from from small city, Saskatchewan, and you're landing in, in one of the uh, the biggest centers in all of the world. That's, that's gotta be
10: intimidating but exciting at the same point. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's gonna be it's gonna be something special. I mean, go yeah, going to New York. Well, it's New York, right? <laughs> I'm in New York and Saskatchewan now, so it's gotta be it's gonna be pretty cool. What's it like to go through that day and share the moment with current
9: teammates Cole Jordan and Max Warner?
10: Yeah, uh, I'm super happy for them. I mean, I was honestly, I was just on my phone taking on calls and then i a see my phone buzzing with like Cole Jordan went and everyone's congratulating him. I'm like, holy oh, no way. So I texted him and then, yeah, then Wines went there too. Like it's, it's pretty cool to have, uh, have three draft picks, I guess, in this age group. So, uh, yeah, it's it's exciting for us and that's yeah, pretty cool. What was the first thing that your brother Caden said
9: to you after you saw his name pop or saw your name pop up?
10: Oh uh, no, he just gave you a hand, she got a little bit of a hug and you just said congratulations. Um yeah, that's that's pretty much it. It was just like hug after hug, but yeah, it was yeah, it was something special but
9: who uh who is jumping higher? Your mom or your dad?
10: <laughs> oh, definitely my mom. My my dad was jumping, but you don't know how how high my mom was jumping. It was pretty cool. It was funny. I have a video of it. It's uh all of her buddies are are is hugging me. It's like a group hug and my mom's in there and she's jumping around, so <laughs> It's definitely, yeah, it's funny to watch. but
9: Well, Ryder, congratulations. I know, you know, fans of the Bouchard Warriors are, are were ecstatic to see you, Max, Cole, and even import Martin Rasavi land on the draft board. Congratulations. Good luck in the hard work that you have ahead of you uh, getting ready for, again, not just Bouchard Warriors training camp, but your first NHL training camp. That's got to be exciting.
10: Yeah, thanks, James. I appreciate it.
1: Ryder Korczak, we'll be looking forward to watching him play hockey this fall in Moose Jaw. Interesting to note, uh, according to the Warriors' Twitter feed, uh, feed um, Korczak is the fourth Warrior in history to be drafted by the New York Rangers. The first was goalie Jason McClain back in 1997. The Rangers uh, drafted Jamie Lundmark in 1999 and Dylan McElrath in 2010. McElrath, by the way, just re-signed with the Washington Capitals, got a, a two-way deal with the Caps. And uh, Dryden Hunt, former Warrior, who's bounced around in the NHL a little bit, has also signed a two-year contract with the New York Rangers. We'll take a time out, and we'll be back. More to come. Heartland at noon, 800-CHAB.
0: 800 CHAB, connecting the community. I'm Blaze Wozniak. We spoke with Jen Angus, executive director of the Moose Jaw Transition House, about their upcoming charity golf tournament.
3: August 19th at the Deer Ridge Golf and Country Club in partnership with Investment Planning Council.
2: It's $125 per person or $400 for a team of four golfers.
3: That includes your green fees, your cart, dinner, prizes, welcome bags, and a barbecue lunch sponsored by Co-op. The funds raised at this event directly go towards helping uh, the women and children in need of our services. To register or to donate a prize or be a whole sponsor, they can call 693-6511 extension 3 or they can email contact at mj-transitionhouse.com.
0: Connecting the community. Brought to you by Magnuson Trucking. They now have three super bees to make grain hauling that much easier. For custom grain, fertilizer, and gravel hauling, call Sven at 642-7577. And Community Service Radio, 800 CHAB.
5: Attention Malt Barley growers. Prairie Malt & Bigger is offering competitive bids on 2021 Copeland Metcalf Synergy Connect, Fraser & Beau Varieties. Bids are at a five-year high for harvest bids, starting at $6 per bushel in select delivery periods. That's $6 per bushel. Harvest pricing for Malt Barley into Bigger, Saskatchewan. Contact Prairie Malt today for details and pricing. one 948 3500 That's 1306 948 3500 Call today.
4: This is Aaron Rustin of Purpose Financial, where we've been bringing clarity, understanding and success to our clients' personal financial plans for over 35 years. And you're listening to The Heartland at Noon on 800-CHAB.
1: Hey, The Heartland at Noon is now a podcast. That's right. You go to discovermoosejaw.com and click on the podcast link and uh, you'll find The Heartland at Noon there. Uh, So, I mean, if there's ever a time when you have a friend or a relative or, or you're on the show... Uh, and you want a copy of that, well, it's going to be there in the podcast section on discovermoosejaw.com. It takes a few hours after the show to get it uploaded, but uh, we've got a number of uh, previous Heartland Noon shows uh, up there right now. So check it out. It's on discovermoosejaw.com. My daily commentary is coming up in just a few minutes. I I break down the numbers after Braden Point signed a multi-year contract extension for millions of dollars with the Tampa Bay Lightning. I'll put that in perspective for you with the Daily Commentary. But one more thing before we get to that, and that uh, we got to say uh, so long. We just learned yesterday, ZZ Top letting us know that uh, one of the founding members, Dusty Hill, the bass player, passed away at the age of 72, died in his sleep in Houston, Texas, and they had just gotten back out on the road. He had a hip problem, went back home to rest, and, and he passed away. Dusty Hill, gone at the age of 72. Not many could do it better.
5: ExploreNet just launched a new and improved internet service called Explore50 Unlimited. You know what that means? Oh, I'll play. Unlimited data? Yep, ExploreNet's data has no soft cap. Faster downloading? Yep. for awesome streaming on Netflix. Faster uploading? Yeah, for better video conferencing. Guess them all. I must be psychic or something. You are something, Dan. Get new Explore50 Unlimited today, and your price is guaranteed for two years. Details at ExploreNet.com.
12: top, top.
3: This is Jordan from Assiniboia Livestock. We had a regular cow and bull sale on July 28th. Cow prices have dropped a few cents since their last sale. Bulls are holding steady. D1 and D2 cows sold from 77 to 88 cents. D3 cows sold from 60 to 76 cents. Tanner cows sold from 30 to 45 cents. And slaughter bulls sold from 109 to 122. We are having our first fall run yearling and cats pre sort sale on August 10th and a regular cow and bull sale on August 11th. Be sure to book your cattle in at 642-5358. Have a great ranching day. Come on
12: in, get it done. Our source number one.
1: We knew he was special when the Moose Jaw Warriors brought him up late in the 2011-2012 season when he was just short of his 16th birthday. He played a key role in what was an impressive playoff run, scoring 7 goals and 10 points in 14 games. Here we are, 9 years later, and Braden Point is a 2-time Stanley Cup champion and a bona fide NHL superstar. Yesterday, he signed an 8-year contract extension with the Tampa Bay Lightning for $76 million dollars. He's entering the final season of a three-year contract that pays just over $20 million. So do the math. When the extension kicks in, Point will make $9.5 million per season. Assuming he gets paid every two weeks like many of us, he'll get 26 paychecks each year for just over $365,000 each before taxes. That's the kind of glue that'll keep things together. Mamas don't let your babies grow up to be cowboys. Get them some hockey equipment and see how that goes. I'm Rob Carney.